gentlemen, H-Town, welcome back, welcome back to the Still Save Show with yours truly, Just Dave, where we sit down with some of the most influ- influential and inspiring individuals, and we break down the breakthrough. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I am super excited. I'm elated. If I had a thesaurus and I looked up the word excited, mm. there wouldn't be enough words to describe how pumped up I am right now, because I got my good friend, the incomparable, the amazing the number one motivational speaker in the world, Mr. TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. Um, if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, ladies and gentlemen, with a new book, you owe you. Man, make some noise for my homie, Dr. Eric Thomas. Man, what's up, fam? What's up? And you know what's so crazy is like when I do these shows, it's like people that I've been in relationships with for years, you know? It's just a great feeling, man, that we're still alive. We still rocking with each other, you know what I'm saying? And we can still put some good out in the world. So yeah, I appreciate you having me on, bro. Oh, I wouldn't have it any other way, man. I see you moving up. When I first met you, you weren't doing this, so no, I yeah, saw you. See what I'm saying? You moving up, like the Jeffersons. You moving on up. You, well, when you hang out with great people, when you hang out with phenomenal individuals, like there's a there's a thing that we like to call the overflow, mm, you know, and that yeah. overflow definitely tipped yeah, over. I had no choice but to be great, even in my darkest moments, right? Even at my lowest of lows. And some of the people out there know my story, you know, depression, anxiety, suicide attempt. But uh, even in those moments, right? Like you helped me walk through those. Like you were there responding to, to, to text messages, answering the phone, right? Walking me through, uh, talking me off of cliffs. So, um, but yeah, man, hey, just being in the easy, presence hey, of greatness. It was easy to talk greatness off a cliff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't see what you was going through. I saw who you were. Yeah. And I knew you was going to get on the other side of it because of who you were. So it was, it was easy work for me. <laughs> I get, I get too much credit. It was it's easy working with honor students, bro. Oh man. I don't know about honor students, yeah. man, but, but definitely, uh, I wanted to have you on so that I could publicly Thank you. Amen. That I could give you honor and give you your flowers in front of however many people that are listening right now. Because I tell people one-on-one all the time. Um, you know, I've had the chance to write a book. I have the incredible privilege of cracking the mic here in the city of Houston, which I love dearly. Yeah. Um, and to be able to do that publicly, like to give you the honor that is due. Amen. Yo, E, I'm super, super grateful, Amen. man. Likewise, it takes two to tangle, so... You got to have a good student to be a good teacher. So I appreciate you as well. Listening, Mm -hmm. even in those dark moments, like listening to what I was saying and executing on what I was asking you to do. And just to see you get on the other side of it is a joy, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, man? And and you you gave me some tough advice on many of occasions. And I tried my best to uh, do what you told me to do on each occasion. I wasn't perfect. I wasn't perfect, you know what I'm saying? You had a good score. You had a good score. <laughs> Look, you, you don't have to score. get, I ain't going to lie, I know you missed the 120, but in order to pass or to get your degree, you know they don't put your GPA on your diploma? They don't. Praise God they don't. <laughs> Praise God they don't, bro. Yeah, so, depending on which semester, quarter, whatever it was, they would have put that on there because yeah. it got ugly. So, yeah, I'm glad they just put your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely, man. But you're, you're, you're here in my beloved city. Um, you've got a new book, yeah. uh, New York Times bestseller. Uh, ain't he good? Right. What, what, what's the name Don't of the book? You owe you. You owe you. Right. That was actually one of your most popular videos. Absolutely. I mean, you've got several, yeah. but that one was yeah. special. Yeah. Is that the reason why you decided to name the book? Absolutely. And because I realized of all the stuff that I've done, it's the easiest for people to do. Mm. Like I, I'm not, you know, I could have had one go get a PhD. I would have been difficult, bro. Step by step. That, uh, uh, you know, it, yeah, that would have been difficult. Uh, but taking ownership of your life, that's something everybody can do. Like everybody can tap into the 
greater person in them and not get sideswiped by the hater in them. Because you know a lot of times, Dave, we always talk about how other people hate, but bro, we be hating on ourselves. Mm. Like, we really are worst enemy because if you got an enemy without, they can't really destroy you. Yeah. It's the enemy that's in. You talk about a dark voice. Come on. A, the darkest voice you're going to ever hear is your own. Yeah. It, it's not another human. The darkest voice that's going to put you in a closet somewhere don't, bro, I've been days, didn't brush my teeth, didn't take a bath. Come on. Didn't change my clothes. Like, I've been there. Yeah. And those were the days that I was talking to myself. When nobody in that abandoned building in there with me, I was in there going, you messed up. You ain't this. You ain't that. How could you do this? How could you do that? Man, E, how did you get here? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so hold on. Take me back, though. Because how old were you? I was like, 16. 16. Yeah, I was right? 16. And how bro. long were you on the streets? I was homeless for about two and a half years. Two and a half years. I went to college. I went to Oakwood, and that's when I, or I promise, perspective is everything. Them yeah. cats was, it was a, it was a HBCU. So I'm not trying to be funny, you know. And it was in the '90s, bro. So it wasn't like the best facility, whatever. So cats was complaining. It was vegetarian back then when vegetarian went popular. It's popular. Now. It's popular now, right? It went popular then, and. Um, Man, you couldn't tell me, bro. I hadn't four seasons. Mm. I mean, perspective is everything. You go from being homeless to going to the calf, getting three meals plus some snacks. You got your own bed. They got a, a community shower. It was phenomenal. But, you know, when I was going through my go-through, man, I just had to keep telling myself, like, this ain't it. Yeah. You know, God has better for you. I, I don't know why. I always loved the Lord. We didn't grow up going to church in my house. I never, my parents never prayed. We didn't read the Bible, nothing like that. But my mom took me to a religious camp when I was eight. So I knew God. But when I was homeless, bro, me and God got super close. I was Come like, on. God, we homeless. You ain't had nobody else. I said, God, we yeah. homeless. What we going to do? <laughs> he said, we ain't homeless. Uh-huh. Come on. You homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't homeless. Well, hold on, hold on. You weren't just homeless anywhere, though, man. You was oh, homeless yeah. on the streets of Detroit. Yeah, that's like, different. I, I'm from, you know, we, we here in Houston. Oh, no we don't know cold yeah, like y'all different. know cold. That's oh, different, bro. It's different. Oh, like, different. I, I ain't saying that our home, you know, I, I was homeless for a few days. Yeah. But I don't even know if that's considered homeless. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the It's different, though. Who's in a homeless transition? You could have been homeless. Like, Listen. You had started off the, 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 the package of homeless, but good thing you didn't keep going. With I was that like, no, nah, I don't like this. I don't yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't below zero yeah, or like yeah. snowing yeah. and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if anything, it was too hot. Right, to be homeless. Yeah, but you yeah. was in some you know, no, no, hazardous con- no, conditions. It was, it was cold. And I'm going to tell you something. The cold helped because the cold was like, fool, what are you doing? Mm. Like, what are you doing? Frostbitten? Like, I'm talking about my toes. Yeah. I can't feel them. My hands, I can't I'm anemic to this day, I think, it's because I was homeless. I'm anemic to this day. I can't stand the cold. And it had a lot to do with that. But, you know, honestly, man, speaking, I think sometimes God, not just God, but, bro, you can see the stars in the dark. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? What? You can't see the stars in the light, bro. Yeah. You can uh-huh. see the stars in the dark. And sometimes for some of us, we got to hit rock bottom. We got to be dark before we can see the stars and the moon. Mm-hmm. And so... That was a tough time for me, but that darkness drew me to God in a way that success has never. Mm. I love the Lord, but four seasons don't never make me. I don't never pray like that. The four seasons ain't never made me. Dubai ain't never made me. But some of my dark days drew me closer to God. So with that being said, though, man, because, you know, I hear a lot of that, right? I hear a lot of people that they they either come to the Lord or they their relationship is strengthened in dark times, right? Like you clearly aren't having dark times now. 
Yes, sir. Like, let's just be honest. You know what I'm saying? Relatively speaking. (laughs) Let's, 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 you know, um, how do you maintain that same drive, right? Because we see it every day. You're pouring into people constantly. Like, even today, let's just talk about today. Your schedule has been nonstop, right? And I've seen you smile, hug people, shake people's hands. You're constantly serving. Like, you're not in that dark place anymore that drew you close to God. How do you stay, like, drawing close to God? I don't want to go back to that dark place, bro. Mm. This place is way sweeter. Like, yo, bro, like having an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. I ain't always been like this. You feel me? There was a time where I was, you know, um, dogging my mom out, my biological father, my father that raised me. Like, there was a time where I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing in school. I'm being honest. I actually love this space and the things that come from this space than I do when I was in a dark place, living in abandoned buildings. You know, just whatever, bro. I was getting fired from jobs, talking reckless at the job. Yeah. I told a lady once, bro, I had a job. Listen to me. Come on. I had a job at McDonald's working from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. That was like my house. Yeah. That's why I was geek. Bro, the manager loved me. My man used to take me to breakfast. Like, like, bro, I always been loved and liked. Like, it yeah. just is what it is. Bro, this was the best job. He was hooking me up. I was so good that I would come in. And I would run the whole kitchen by myself for hours. He loved me. His wife loved me. Bro, I got kicked. I got fired because I told this old lady once. She was talking crazy. I was like, I spit in your food. <laughs> bro, just stupid hold on, stuff. Man. Like, hold, just how, dumb. How, how old were you? I was 17. Okay. Just dumb, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I was in a dark place. Yeah. So hurt people hurt people. Exactly. So I was just stupid. I'm spitting your food. Mm-hmm. I knew as soon as I told her I spit in her food, it was over. I knew it was over, bro. And I was like, you stupid. My my boss, he was pissed. He was like, E, if you had done anything else, I could have covered you. The owner wants you out because the owner was older. Yeah. He like, bro, he wants you out. Bro, that was where I was living. Mm. Like, you know how easy it is to go to somebody's crib at yeah. 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock? People think, you know, school. Are oh, you coming over here for school? We yeah. about to walk to school. You can't go over to nobody's crib at 6 o'clock at night and act like you're not. Bro, I was eating. I had food. I was making my own food, so we did. We was, we was only closed for two hours. It was 24 hours, pretty much. We was closed from five. We was closed from five to seven. Yeah. And we cleaned up whatever. Bro, I was eating whatever I wanted to eat. You know, I, bro, we was, bro, I had the time of my life there, but just in a dark space, running off at that mouth, talking reckless, I got fired, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was back to... So when I finally got myself out, because it took a minute to get out the hole. Oh, for it's sure. like, you know, you know, you want to get out of it and you mean well, mm-hmm. but some kind of way you slip every 22 days. It's like take a step forward, two and steps then take back. two steps back, mm-hmm. right? And so when I finally got to the place where I was out of the weeds, I was like, I ain't never going, I ain't never okay. going back to that. So out of the time. weeds, out of the weeds, what was yeah. that like for you? Like, what was that? out of the weed moment where you was like, okay, cool. I ain't never going back to this. I really see the stars You're praying every day, you know, not, 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 Missing a day of prayer. Let me be honest. So anything good, keeping it consistent. Because I used to be the dude that if prayer was going well, as soon as things were going well, I stopped doing it. Mm. Or if I had a mentor and things were going well, I would stop doing it once things got good. You feel me? Like, that was my only thing. It wasn't like I couldn't get back to ground zero. But once I once I start feeling, it's even to this day. Come on, I yeah. have to really discipline myself. Like, I got up today and went I went downstairs and worked out. I was like, yo, I ain't going to lie. When my gut is, like, out there, I'm like, let's go. Soon as I get, like, you know, I, I, I'm between the extra large and the large, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I, I could take a day off. So I have to remind myself, like, okay, E, the goal ain't to go. 
The process is the goal. So back in the day, I used to make the goal the goal, and mm -hmm. when I would reach the goal, I would stop. Now it's like the goal ain't the goal. The process. How many days can you do this, and how long can you do this? And so just really being consistent. So um, I'll just be real. Even when I used to argue with my wife, you know, like. Now I, you talking. Yeah, I, I'm going to be real. <laughs> I, I always felt like. Yo, my parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they was on a different level. Like, I ain't on that. I ain't doing that. But my girl grew up with just her and her mom, so she don't really like fussing. And I, I remember when she used to be like, man, we got to stop doing this. I was like, yo, we ain't going to never not fuss. Like, that's not even possible. Like, bro, like, we don't, we're not Siamese twins. We're not going to agree on everything. And, and my girl is, like, not a passive person. She's a strong-willed person. So I'm like, it's not possible. I remember God telling me, like, yo, it's possible. And I'm like, what? Like, never argue. Like, that's not possible. And, I'm, and I don't mean, like, fussing. I mean, like, you know, like, we got some strong differences. And it's causing us to be, like, pissed at each other. Bro, we going on places now, and we not arguing or nothing. And it's just, like, crazy that I could actually do it. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's crazy, bro. Like, uh -huh. I, I can't believe. I can't. But what I tell myself is, yo, we're going to go on this cruise, and we're not going to get into it. We're going to go to Dubai, and we're not going to get into it. And we don't. Hold up. But you, so you made the decision before you, you like, yeah. the argument even occurred, right? You had already made up in your spirit, your mind. You didn't wait for the argument to happen. And uh, react. You, you was more proactive even in that moment. Let me tell you something. When I run, I got to say how many miles I'm going before I get on the treadmill, bro. I ain't never got on a treadmill and hit 10. Mm. No, I'm not doing <laughs> I ain't 10. never really ran, ran 10 miles, bro. I'm, I I'm, hey, I'm walking now. I, I'm, bro, listen, I'm walking. I have to, I, Even if I walk for an hour uh, and, and climb high, yeah. I have to tell myself before I do it, this is where I'm going to get to. Yeah, yeah. And then I got to turn the music up to get there. So, yeah, so I, I, had, I, I have to say before, and in the midst of it, I have to say, you've done this before it's sweet man it's sweet when we don't get into it it's sweet mm. and it's like which one you want the sweet or the sour and i'm yeah. like i want the sweet so it's like go work for it's it like, it makes per it makes perfect sense especially in leadership roles right yeah. sometimes we exercise our authority or we abuse it yeah. you know what i'm saying and yeah. it's not necessarily the right thing to do yeah. you know just because you can make the decision it's like the bible even says all things are permissible but not but all things aren't beneficial yeah, like he's giving us the freedom to do a lot of stuff, oh, right? Yeah, I can drink, I can smoke, yeah. I could do this, I could yeah. do that, but it isn't necessarily going to help me get to my yeah. my goal. How Absolutely. many times do you encounter people that you mentor and coach that run into those issues? Ninety like, percent of the people that I've, I've run into don't like their results, but they like what they do, and they can't separate the two. So it's like there are certain things that I want to eat, but Doc was like, you don't have high blood pressure, but you're on the way. So it's like some of the seasons that I would normally like to use, I can't use those seasons no more. Mm. And some of the things that I normally like to eat, I, I don't eat those things so anymore. So no more Tony Sasseries? No. Can we still use Tony Sasseries? No. No? You can't? Accent, is that what it is? I think so, man. Yeah, accent. I think, yeah. I, I think so. Is that what it is? Accent. I'm sad. You just made oh, me sad. You don't know what it is. You okay. just made me sad, yeah. man. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just saying pizza. Mm -hmm. um, eggs is my favorite. I can't eat eggs no more. Uh, fish. I can't eat fish no more. So it's just certain things I can't eat. And I want to eat them because they taste good, but I don't want to die. And what my doctor is saying is your blood work is saying you got to get these things out your system. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you'd be a fool to ignore yeah. that counsel. Yeah. Man, you actually got one of your people in here. Where's Jeremy at, man? Anybody seen Jeremy? Um, we're going to get Jeremy to come in here in a second because he's definitely been one of your, uh, you know. Oh, bro, since he was 11 years old. Yeah, 11 years old. Since he was 11 years old, bro. 11 years old. Taught him in high school. 
Mm-hmm. Been rocking with him for a long time. And um, I want to hear straight out of his mouth. I want to hear from the mentee himself. You know what I'm saying? Has there ever been times where you had to coach him and he gave you some advice that you necessarily just was like, nah, I ain't really feeling this. Or like, I don't know if I can handle this. Um, but, yeah. but you trusted the process. Or that yet, was this some advice that he gave you that you didn't necessarily do on the first on the first round? All right, but we only got one. Less than one. <laughs> Real quick, it was a few things, you know, it's advice he's giving me when it comes to marriage. Um, and it's like I would hear it and I'm like, okay, it makes sense, but you don't really want to do it. Um, it was advice he would give me when it came to my speaking. Like I was doing corporate churches, schools. I was all over the place. He was like, bro, you look like a handyman. You know, you're not really amazing and phenomenal. And in, in you can't, you can't, you can't put all your energy in all these different places. Like you got to make a decision. And so that was real hard for me. And so I had to make a decision, like what lane to go through. So over the years, man, I've known E for over 30 years. Come on. Right. Like I got a picture when I was like maybe 11, we were 21 when he first had a program. So I've been getting game all throughout it. But I think the challenge that a lot of people have is, you know, here's my, here's my concern. Don't buy the book and not apply the information. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because even though we had a connection, like I lost my way and got on some stupid stuff, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Drug and alcohol abuse, pulling kick doors, like selling weed by the pound. Like I lost my mind for a minute. I lost my purpose. And so of course we, you know, that's 13, 14 years ago, but I'm back in alignment. But I tell people like, when you get this book, you owe you, it's important that you apply the information. Don't just read it and feel motivational and say, that's amazing. Like you got to go back and apply it. And so where I start winning in life is whenever he gave me game and insight, even though I didn't agree or I didn't want to do it or didn't feel comfortable, I just applied it and I started winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so crazy what I said about you earlier. The thing I love about Jeremy is when he was in that dark place and doing stuff he shouldn't have done, we didn't lose connection. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't yeah. like he wouldn't call me. It's like, yo, I'm doing this. I want, you know, so my other high school students that was with him at the time was doing right, stuff right, right, right. they shouldn't have been doing, but we stayed connected and we stayed in prayer. And, you know, it was like, I never judged or whatever. It's like, hey, we're going to get through this. And he did listen. Like he said, he may not have listened that day, but he did listen to, you know, his parents and to the church and to all the people. You know what I'm saying? He he eventually did what they we all said to do. And now he telling other people, you know what I'm saying, what to do on a massive level. So, yeah, I just said everybody out there, don't think you got to stop doing what you're doing. If you got a real mentor, they're going to work with you while you're doing it. And that's their job. If you was good, you wouldn't need it. Yeah. I think a lot of us don't want to talk to people when we're in a dark place because we feel embarrassed but that's really when you need people is when you're in a dark place so man uh jeremy appreciate you man that's uh super super powerful before you go man because you're here for the book you're here for the book. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Um, don't bad. forget about the book, man. Yeah, my bad. Um, book. Last yeah. thing, man. You you came right out the gate, right? Yeah. You came right out the gate and um and hit us with some with some gems like yeah. early on, and you gave us like a blueprint, yeah. right? First couple chapters. Now you know I ain't trying to reveal too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you came right out the gate him. with a step by step blueprint, right? Ownership of yourself. Own your decisions. You know, set a standard. And no excuses, right? My favorite part of that was the the setting the standard because you broke yeah. it down between a standard versus a goal, right? Yeah. You know, people got goals. What's the di- what's the difference between a standard and a goal? Well, a goal moves, standards don't. Chick Fil A clothes on Sundays. That's mm. a standard. 
Chick-fil-A clothes on stand. It don't matter if you got it in the mall, if you're on the college campus with it, if it's on the major street, Chick-fil-A clothes. And they don't compromise that. And I noticed something. Honestly, I noticed that people who were successful had standards. Mm-hmm. I noticed that people who weren't, they don't have standards. They like it, it, you know, it depends on the day. It depends on how they feel. And feelings are ever, they're, they're ever flow. Ever blessed. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And feelings can't get you nowhere. But I learned that although we go, oh, I can't believe there are literally people who are successful who say these are non-negotiables. I do not do this and I don't do that. And it's funny because, you know, as a Sabbath keeper, it's funny. Toad was like, E, um, can you change the time that you speak, you know, doing your thing from six to 12 so you can come to Austin and be with me? And I was like, yep, Toad. But what I forgot was the reason why we were doing it at six, Jeremy, is because the sun would set by the time I finished and we could sell products. So the 12 boy meant we couldn't. And so all the stuff was on his way. And, and one of the individuals that sell was like, man, God ain't going to trip. And my wife was like, but I am. <laughs> like, we don't sell. And I was like, look, if that's how you make your money, I'll take the L and I buy all the shirts on my own. But I'm not going to compromise on Sabbath. Because yeah. that's what I believe. You feel me? And so I, I believe that the, one of the secrets to success Come on. is non-successful people, they wake up and they do what they do based on their feelings. Successful people set standards. And they don't let those standards change. They don't deviate. And because they do not deviate, that's how they end up becoming successful. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't get them to do certain things. It's like, no, this, I don't do that. This is what I do. And um, and yeah, that's that no. I, I learned that E, you gotta have non-negotiable. Because people will pull you in all type of places and have you doing stuff that you don't necessarily want to do, but they want you to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. standards, no, bro. Absolutely. Standards. They don't we're move. not going to deviate from the plan, man. Right. We got some food coming in from one of my favorites. Um, but what we want to do is, I got one more, I got a few more questions about okay. the book. We're okay. going to take a quick, quick break. Okay. I got my man, my homie, E.T., the hip-hop preacher, Dr. Eric Thomas. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are back on the Still Save show. We break Save. down the breakthrough, and I've got my man, Dr. Eric Thomas. And he's got his new book with him, You Owe You. Uh, I love it. I love it. You got my homie Chris Paul no doing question. the forward, man. Oh, no question. I used to love seeing y'all come to the Rockets games, oh, man. Oh, no question. That's my man, 50 Grand. Yeah, man. Uh, the prime time on the back. Oh, you know, co-signed time. it. Man, co- yeah, co-signed. You feel me? Yeah, he man, don't even wear cologne no more. Well, I don't yeah, no, wear no, cologne he ever. He got the, he's wearing confidence. Yeah, 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 he's definitely wearing confidence. Um, e, I had a chance to read the book. Um, I've read all your books, right? Oh, thank They've you all been that. look thank you life changing. Yeah, They've helped pull you. me out of some very, very dark places. Yeah. Um, this book this though, one, though yeah. this book though, yeah, like you yeah. told everybody, this the one. Yeah, this you the told one. you got on yeah. social media, you've gotten yeah. on stages, and yeah. you told everybody this, this is the book. One. This is the book that went New York Times bestseller. bestseller. Yeah. E, why is yeah. this book the one? Yeah, this is the one because this is the simplest one. This is the one where we reverse engineered and was like, you know, we read this book called One Thing and he kept saying, Mm. what's the one thing? And I was like, the one thing is taking ownership because if somebody else is over your life, you're going to be pissed. You're going to be mad. You're going to have an attitude. They don't let me do this or I'm grown. I can't do that. When you take ownership of your own life, you become your own boss and you discipline you. 
and then you, there's no limits to what you can have be or what you could do. So, yeah, that's why. This one is you owe you because no other human owes you anything, but you owe yourself everything. Yeah. Don't nobody owe you nothing, guys. Nobody. Make sure you go out and get the book. Yeah. Make sure you buy Buy seven. Buy, buy five. Seven. Buy ten. Seven is a, no, no. Seven is a, a prophetic number, right? Yeah. Lashana yeah. is something. Seven is something. Seven so, is completion. Co- co- perfe- perfection. Get perfection. Seven. Eight is completion, though. Yeah. Well, get eight, eight is completion. Then, then get eight. Then get eight. Then get eight. <laughs> get eight. And pass them out to your friends. Listen. E, I, I truly appreciate you for hanging man, out, kicking it with me, man. man. We've had thank a great you. day. Yeah. Um, I can't wait till you come back to the H, man. It's always a great, great time. Oh, we're going to get the church going in the H. It's oh, in the listen. atmosphere. Hey, look, we already put it in the atmosphere. The church is coming out. to Houston. It's going down. Ladies man, and gentlemen, once... Some coliseum that they're not using. Oh, we got plenty of those. We got plenty of those. Y'all heard it first right here on Still Saved with George Truly Just Dave. And love you, fam. Love you too, bro.